Hi there. It's read along story time with Bryson and Mommy. And mm. today we're reading a book called Shark Attack. Shark Attack. By Kathy East Dabowski. By Kathy East Dabowski. This is to get ready for our dive into reading story week at school where you're going to be reading all water animals and i don't know how to read that i'm going to be reading it with you so uh, we're going to read about sharks and dolphins and whales and fish and water sports and things like that and that's what we're going to be focusing on this week because it's a thing that your school is doing sound like a plan mm-hmm. okay so let's get started so let's get started shark attack Rodney Fox had almost run out of time. He needed to find a big fish, and he needed to find it soon. The young Australian was competing in an annual spearfishing championship. To win, he had to find and catch a big local fish. Rodney had won the contest last year, and he wanted to win again. But today, something would happen, something that would change his life forever. Like all the other competitors in the contest, Rodney wore a line fixed to his dive belt to hold the fish he had caught. He and the other divers had been diving for several hours. They had caught a lot of fish, and the water smelled of blood. After half a mile offshore, Rodney spotted a huge moorwong, just the fish he needed to win. Carefully, he aimed his spear gun at the fish. Crash! Something slammed hard into Rodney's side. He felt as if he had been hit by an express train. What? It's a shark. It's a shark. And there's a little inset right here with the um, continent Australia. It says shark capital. Australia has the highest number of shark attacks in the world. But even so, since 1901, there have been fewer than 300 attacks. It was a great white shark. The force of the impact knocked the mask off his face and the spear gun from his hand. His left shoulder disappeared down the creature's throat. Then the shark bit down on Rodney's chest and back. Rodney struggled to get free. He hit the shark with his fist, but the shark held tight and shook him back and forth. Then Rodney remembered the weakest spot on a shark's body, its eyes. With all his strength, he rammed his right fist straight into the shark's eye. Incredibly, the shark let go. Bleeding and running out of air, Rodney struggled towards the surface. Could he make it to safety before the great white shark ate him alive? Shark's eyes, there's a little inset, says shark's eyes. To protect its eyes from attack, a shark can roll them back into its head. Some sharks have a special membrane that covers the eyeball like a window shade. So what's the weakest point on the shark? Uh, That it can close its eyes back. The eyes. Rodney reached the surface and gasped for air. He made it, but then he looked down. The shark was racing straight for him, its huge jaws lined with razor-sharp teeth were wide open. Snap! The shark's jaws slammed shut again, but this time the shark swallowed the fish attached to Rodney's dive belt. Uh, 
Suddenly, Rodney felt himself being pulled through the water. He was still attached to the line. The shark began to drag him down into deep water. He struggled to undo his dive belt, but the buckle had slipped around his back. He couldn't reach it. Time was running out. If the shark didn't eat him, Rodney would drown. Suddenly, the line snapped. Rodney was free. He struggled to the surface and shouted for help. Luckily, friends in a nearby boat had seen the blood and quickly pulled him out of the water. Rodney was seriously hurt. His rib cage, lungs, and the upper part of his stomach lay open for the huge gash where the shark had sunk its teeth in. The bite had crushed his ribs and punctured one of his lungs. Rodney had rushed to the hospital. Four hours of surgery and 462 stitches saved his life, but he would wear the ugly scar of the shark's bite forever. The attack on Rodney was big news. The public, frightened of more attacks, demanded action to clear the local beaches of sharks, but Rodney thought differently. And he got that scar from the bite. Yeah, it's, it's really pretty big. Takes up his the whole side of his... How did he go to the hospital? His friends took him and rushed him there. <clears throat> Sorry. Says, there's a little subset that says, Deadly teeth. A shark's mouth has up to six rows of triangular teeth. When one tooth falls out, another takes its place. A great white shark has up to 100 teeth. Rodney Fox is one of the few people to have si survived the bite of a great white shark. Rodney didn't want to go out and kill sharks. He wanted to go out and learn more about the mysterious creature that had nearly killed him. And he began a lifelong search to find out more about these silent hunters of the deep. Only a few months after the attack, Rodney was diving again. So he could study sharks up close, Rodney designed and built the first shark cage. There's a picture right there. It shows you. A shark cage is about the size of a small elevator car. It is made of very strong metal bars, which are placed close enough together to keep a shark from biting the divers inside, but still allow the divers a good view of the shark. Floats at the top keep the cage from sinking. Today, many people use shark cages. They allow divers and scientists to study and photograph sharks close up, but not quite as close as Rodney had once come. Rodney Fox still dives with sharks and is now trying to save them from extinction. Do you know what extinction is? No. Extinction means that the animal, there's no more of that animal in the entire world. What if we were extinct? Then there would be no humans anymore. There's so many humans, though, we don't need to worry about going extinct. But do? some animals, if people are killing the animals and getting rid of the animals and the animals aren't having more babies to continue the population, the, the animal of growing, then eventually sometimes animals can become danger to, to becoming extinct, meaning there's no more of that animal anymore at all on the earth. Like dinosaurs. Like are dinosaurs. Extinct. Dinosaurs are extinct. There's no more dinosaurs on the earth at all. Make sense? Yeah, because they were extinct. Yeah. Shark attacks the facts. If you're terrified of sharks, you're not alone. 
Shark attacks make frightening headlines and movies like Jaws spread the fear that sharks are bloodthirsty killers. In fact, many people are scared just by the thought of sharks. But the truth is that shark attacks are actually very rare. A person is far more likely to be hit by a car struck by lightning than be attacked by a shark. There are over 350 different species or types of sharks. And these, and of these, only about 30 have ever been known to attack a human. But there are three that are really dangerous. The great white shark, which is that one. The bull shark. Where is the bull shark? And the tiger shark. And it says, a tiger shark is large and powerful enough to attack most sea creatures. A bull shark. Bull sharks are one of the few sharks that can live in both fresh and seawater. So fresh would be like a river or a lake. Probably not a lake because a lake is closed up. But it could go down a river. Like it could go down the St. John's River. The great white shark is the most feared and fearsome of all sharks. It has even been known to attack boats. Like like the guy who got the scar. Yeah. Whether or not you are in danger of a shark attack depends on where you live in the world. um, Did it hurt a lot? I would imagine so. He almost died. Yeah. Could you imagine a huge shark bite biting you? Like that, I'm sure it hurt a lot, but he survived. He's alive, and he ended up going and doing other things to help people learn more about sharks. Mommy. Whether or not you are in danger of a shark attack depends on where you live in the world. Sharks are found almost everywhere, but they seem to prefer prefer warm water. Most shark attacks happen in Australia. Here's Australia. Brazil. California. And Florida. Hawaii. South Africa. They often occur near crowded beaches where people go to swim, sail, and surf. But even in a very bad year, sharks attack no more than 80 to 100 people in the whole world. And modern transportation and medical care mean that only 10 to 15 of these people actually die. Even then, sharks don't usually set out to attack people. Often they ignore people in the water. So what makes a shark attack a human? Some people believe sharks attack when they feel threatened. A diver may unknowingly swim into a shark's territory. In this case, a shark may only bite a human once. It will then release, rather than eat, the invader. Perhaps that is what happened to diver Henry Borse. A single bite from a large shark resulted in him losing a leg. Divers are sometimes attacked while carrying fish that they have caught. The blood and frantic movements of the dying fish attract sharks who can smell blood more than a mile away. Sometimes a shark attack could be a case of mistaken identity. From a shark's point of view, a surfer on a surfboard looks like its favorite food, a seal. Once the shark has a taste of the board, it will spit it out and go away. Many surfers are still alive to tell the tale with a munched surfboard to prove it. An attack may happen because a shark is very hungry. 
Experts think that Raymond Short was attacked by a hungry shark while swimming in the water off a crowded Australian beach. Raymond was swimming near the shore when he was bitten by a shark. Six lifesavers immediately dashed into the sea to save him. But as they started to carry Raymond toward the shore, the lifesavers realized the shark was still attached to Raymond's leg. Raymond had to be pulled right onto the beach before the shark let go of his leg. The shark had a long wound along its stomach. It had been badly injured. Scientists think that the shark had been unable to catch its normal food and was so hungry, it took unusual risks. Or risks. Um, like a danger. Another strange attack took place in a very unexpected place. A creek. Sharp then. Twelve-year-old Lester Stilwell was swimming with his friends in Mattawan Creek in New Jersey. Suddenly, he screamed and disappeared. A man named Stanley Fisher rushed into the creek to drag Lester's from the body, from the water. Suddenly, he felt something bump his right leg. When he reached down, he realized part of his leg had been ripped away. They had been attacked by a shark. Sharks and safety. People have tried many ways to protect themselves from shark attacks as they explore the shark's watery world. One of the most popular methods of protecting swimmers is simply to build a fence or a shark net. In the water, these shark nets are used off many popular Australian and South African beaches, but the nets cost a lot of money to build and need to be repaired often. Electrical beach carrier barriers are also being tested as sharks won't swim through strong electric currents. What are strong electric currents? Electricity that's moving through the water. Now, here's a list of things to avoid a shark attack. So, these are things you can do in order to keep a shark from attacking if you're afraid. Never swim by yourself. Don't swim if you have a cut. Sharks can smell blood up to a mile away. And they mean a big cut. Not like a little tiny cut, but a big one. Don't swim at, at dusk, as this is the time when sharks are likely to be feeding. What's a dusk? Dusk is when, sun has got, when the sun has gone down. When the sun is going down. What does. What so does when the sun down? is coming up. Or in the morning. Then it's a, it's less likely to. It's better. But at night time. As we start to get into the night time. That's usually when sharks are hungry. And wanting to eat. <clears throat> Don't. Tinkle in the sea. Sharks are attracted to the smell. Get out of the water if a shark is seen in the sea. So if you see a shark, if you hear people that they say shark, then you get out immediately. People who are victims of shipwrecks or plane crashes at sea are often at risk of being attacked by a shark because they're so far from land. One invention to protect people floating in the sea is the shark screen bag. It's like a large plastic bag which is closed at the bottom and has floats at the top. When not in use, it is small enough to be folded up and tucked into a pocket. But when inflated, the bag hides the person's shape, movement, smells, and sounds from passing sharks, hopefully keeping the person safe until help arrives. Many people have tried to invent a chemical shark repellent. During World War II, many soldiers were killed by sharks when their ships sank. The army tried to make a repellent made of chemicals and die. It was meant to repel the sharks and hide the person from the shark, but it didn't work. 
as it melted too quickly. One of the largest ideas, latest ideas, sorry, latest ideas, is to try and copy the poison made by a fish called the Mosis sole. It caught, if caught by a shark, the fish squirts out poison. Sharks hate the taste so much that they spit the fish out. Divers who dive for sport or to study and film underwater life can often face with the face to face with dangerous sharks. Some carry spear guns or bang sticks that fire a small explosive charge that can kill a shark. But for those who want to study sharks, killing them is not the answer. Valerie and Ron Taylor developed a new idea. These Australian filmmakers are well known for their underwater photography, but it is dangerous work. Valerie has the shark bites to prove it. On one dive trip, the Taylors notice a crew member wearing some stainless steel mesh gloves to protect his hands while cleaning fish. This gave them an idea. Why not make a whole dive suit out of chain mail to protect divers from sharks like the chain mail suits worn by knights? We just saw knights today. They made a suit out of 400,000 tiny stainless steel rings. But to test the suit, someone had to wear it in the water. Someone had to make the sharks bite. All right. Oh, I'm hungry. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. Let's go eat. Let's go eat. Bye. Bye. Bye.